It's the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, but this year it's moved from Las Vegas to Arlington, Texas. And to top it off, it's going to be held in a 40,000-seat baseball stadium. Pro Rodeo Tonight host Justin McKee joins me today to give us the layout of the arena and talk details, plus meteorologist Don Day on what history may be forecasting about our long-term La Nina weather pattern. It's the Working Ranch Podcast. As your host, I would like to welcome you. My name is Justin Mills, coming to you from the shadows of the Black Hills in Northeast Wyoming. But want to send a special welcome out to everyone from Wenatchee, Washington, down to Lexington, Georgia, Lodi, California, all the way up to Pono, Maine, and everyone in between, as well as those both north and south of the border. So I trust with that, I haven't left anyone out. But welcome to this episode of the Working Ranch Podcast. By the way, as we are right here on the Thanksgiving holiday, I would like to give a special thank you to our nation's ranchers and farmers for their effort in providing a safe and reliable food source for our world. You know, something to be thankful for as well, along with our safe food, it comes at an affordable price, which is not something that can be said, in fact, in most countries. The average cost of the Thanksgiving dinner this year for a family of 10 in the United States $46.90. This information provided by the American Farm Bureau Federation. They say that this is the lowest since 2010. So thank you to all of you in production agriculture. Well, before I forget, I do want to remind you to click subscribe on the button on this podcast so that you get a notification each time that we drop a new episode. And if you would like to get a hold of me here at the Working Ranch Podcast, you can give me a call or text at 307-363-COWS. That's 307-363-COWS. Or email me at justin.workingranch at gmail.com. Well, I want to take a moment now to recognize our great partners for this episode of the Working Ranch Podcast. First off is Stevenson Angus of Hobson, Montana with their 60th annual production sale. That's coming up this Tuesday, December 1st. Also, Cattle Max, the American Simmental Association and the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Pharmatan, Neogen, and last, certainly not least, though, would be the Working Ranch magazine that makes this podcast possible. The November-December issue is out. You know, I've always enjoyed reading the Rancher's Journal segment part of that issue, and if you haven't yet read about April in Alberta, this issue features Linden Land and Cattle located about an hour northeast of Calgary. We kind of get a glimpse into their life, and be sure to read through that story or check it out online at workingranchmag.com. Well, before we jump into our featured topic for this episode, let's check in with the captain, Tim O'Byrne, for Tim's Two Cents. Hey, Justin. Hey, Working Ranch podcast listeners. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys are having a good one. A little different this year. You know, Thanksgiving to us, of course, is not just a day. It's a frame of mind. And it's something that we live all the time. Uh, especially in agriculture, we get to see so many different things, so many different facets of life that a lot of people don't get to see living in the city or wherever they happen to be. We see it every day. And this whole COVID pandemic has brought me, I think, a special awareness. It broke my routine. It made me stop 
and I'm sure this happened to a lot of you folks too, it made us stop and, and rethink a lot of the things that we were doing. And it made us look at things that we hadn't done. And for me, that break in routine resulted in this amazing awareness of where we are, what we're doing, where we need to go. It was a slowdown period, terrible period for so many people in the world. But the Thanksgiving element is there. And I, I know you folks feel the same way. God bless you. Justin, hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. And that's Tim O'Byrne, my two cents. Thanks, Captain, and thank you for those comments to kind of reflect on really what Thanksgiving's about, despite what the world around us always wanting to remind us of what's negative. I can't help but think that we are probably still blessed way more than we deserve. Well, whether you're a diehard fan of the sport of rodeo or just a casual observer, it's that time of the year where both types of folks come together as the Wrangler National Finals is set to kick off with the first performance on Thursday, December 3rd, running through the 12th of December. Now, while several rodeo events in 2020 were canceled due to COVID, the PRCA announced in early September that this year's WNFR would be held, but it would be moving to Arlington's Globe Live Field in Texas. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk with television host from the Cowboy Channel and pro rodeo announcer Justin McKee about what we'll see if we're watching it from our living room or we're there in person. Neogen. You know your cow herd better than anyone else. All of those countless hours spent planning your breeding rotation. The best bulls to use. Which replacements to keep? Should I even keep replacements? It sure didn't come easy. We understand that. Neogen. So let Igenity from Neogen take care of what's underneath the hide. Igenity plus Invigor. We've talked about it on the radio show. Is an advanced accurate and economical DNA profile that reveals the genetic potential you need to build a stronger herd. Paired with the industry's first heterosis tool, Invigor, increased hygienity plus Invigor scores can lead to greater fertility in your females and more profit at the rail. Here's what you need to do. Go to hygienitybeef.com to select with confidence today. Hygienitybeef.com Welcome back. Tis the season for bull buying, so I'm going to make it easy for you with just two words. Stevenson Angus. Yeah, it's their 60th annual production sale coming up this Tuesday, December 1st at the Ranch and Hobson. Talking with Daryl Stevenson, he said they're planning to offer about 300 head of bulls. Now, 160 of those are what's being called aged advantage coming two-year-olds. It's something their family's been doing for years, which basically means that these bulls have been raised and developed on pasture, so they haven't been pushed and pressed hard. They're not going to fall apart after a season. They're mature. They're going to get out, and they're going to work for you. Plus, they have another 150 head of yearling bulls out of their mature set of cows from their newest and progressive genetics. However, in talking with Daryl, he said, if you're also looking for some good replacement cows, this sale's the place to be as well. They have about 30 head of registered, confirmed AI-bred heifers, 
plus about 70 head of commercial bred heifers. They're going to be sold in three packages, all based upon their calving dates. Now, when we talk Stevenson Angus, we're going to be talking genetics out of bulls like Stevenson Easy Money, Stevenson Declaration, Stevenson Turning Point, and Stevenson Big League. These are powerful bulls with growth and carcass genetics. So sale time for Stevenson Angus, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, December 1st, at the Headquarter Ranch in Hobson. Sale time is at 1 p.m. Now, if you can't get there in person it will be on superior productions click to bid via the internet you can bid from the ease of your computer or leading up to the sale you can look through the previews as well as at stevensonangus.com or on their facebook page as well head there request a catalog or look at the previews stevenson angus 60th annual production sale tuesday december 1st at 1 p.m at the ranch in hobson and via the internet with superior productions click to bid well, our guest today, as I said at the top of the program, none other than longtime rodeo and bull riding announcer and now host of Pro Rodeo Tonight on the Wrangler Channel is Justin McKee. And Justin, I'm pleased to have you with us as we are just days away from the 2020 National Finals Rodeo. And you're a part of that. You've been a part of the of that element, uh, whether it's in radio or television for many years. And and as it moves to uh, Texas, let's kind of give everybody a, an idea of, of where we're going into when we talk about taking this into a baseball stadium. Well, I love it. Uh, I think it's going to be unique. I think it's going to be memorable. It's going to be large. It's going to be really, really large. It's big for Texas. And uh, so it uh, seems like a natural. Justin, as far as the logistics of getting down to actually producing this rodeo, it's going to be considerably different than Las Vegas. And so what is your, I know you had recently with Prefer took a tour through Globe Life Field there and looked at that. So let's maybe give everybody an idea from the production side of what's going to be different. Well, from a physical standpoint, the arena is going to be enormous. So they're going to take the entire baseball diamond infield and make the arena. So where home plate is is going to be the, uh, the, the strip and shoot. Or the catch pin. Mm-hmm. So at around second base is going to be the center alley, and uh, the barrel racers are going to run in that center alley towards, you know, r- running right over second base, running towards, uh, you know, the third barrel will be at home plate. Mm-hmm. So the arena is going to be backwards to the diamond, and uh, the calf shoes are going to be on the left side of the diamond, running down the first baseline. The uh, steer wrestling and the, and the team roping shoot are going to be over on the right side, which will run down the third baseline. So a question I had was because it physically is so much bigger than Thomas and Mac in Vegas, is they're going to run the patterns bigger. Of course, team ropers, they're going to have a much wider field to be inside of. So is that that's going to really be some differences as well. Well, it's going to be completely different. But the, uh, the excitement of the NFR is going to be there no matter if you have it in Texas or Vegas or Oklahoma or if you have it out on, out in the country somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this is the world championships and, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to look very different and, uh, but it's, it, it is what it is. And, and the thing we love about rodeo is you, a lot of times it's the unpredictability that makes it exciting. So uh, it's, it's going to happen. Listen, here's the thing I want people to, to realize. There's going to be some flaws. I mean, this is the first time, and it's been rushed to make it all happen. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some mistakes. There's going to be some bobbles. There's going to be some some things that we're going to look back and go, how can we did that? But 
man, it's just it's just no different than life. I mean, yeah. we should be talking about our individual life, our life as you know, as a sport, as a country. We're we're going to go at it and do the best we can and learn from it and, and to be thankful when it's all going on and when it's over too. You bet. Stay with us. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Justin McKee, rodeo announcer. We're going to talk some, just some special maybe stories to be watching as we watch everything play out with the national finals here in the next coming weeks. We're going to talk with him on that. We'll be back right after this. It's an uncertain world out there, but here's a simple reminder from the crew from the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator and the American Semental Association. Moving forward together. IGS. We collaborate. You profit. Look fear in the face and press on. Simi strong. Life is tough, but so are we. Sim genetics, profit through science. Count your blessings. Another sunrise, a new start. Stand together, stand strong. Semental. How would you like an easier way to organize and manage your ranch records? It's easy with CattleMax, the software for people who raise cattle. CattleMax brings all your ranch records together in one place. Manage your cattle data, including health treatments, breeding, and calving. Ranch records, such as equipment inventory and maintenance, income and expenses. It works for any size herd. See how easy it is to manage your ranch records. Start free now at CattleMax.com. Welcome back. I'm pleased to have Justin McKee with us uh, as we are just days away from the start of the National Finals Rodeo. And, of course, everybody uh, aware that it is moving to Texas, Arlington's Globe Life Field, home of the Texas Rangers, and the NFR starting December 3rd, running through December 12th. And, Justin, uh, before we get into uh, talking about the NFR and some special stories of of some of our contestants there. What's going on with you? I know you've made a move to Texas now, and so maybe give us an update on where you're at here these days. Well, a year ago, basically, uh, yeah, right now, I met with Patrick Goss, the owner of RFD TV and Cowboy Channel. He wanted to hire me to come down and, and uh, be a part of, of the Cowboy Channel. And uh, he, he told me, He'd, asked, he'd actually asked me earlier in the year, and I said, Patrick, look, I've, I've been on the road for 20 years, and I've, I've worked hard to, to build a ranch and, and uh, run cattle there in northeast Oklahoma, where I'm from, and um, I've kind of got, got the life that, I'm, that I've always dreamed of. And he called me a couple months later, and he said, okay, here's the deal. I want you to reconsider, and I want you to know that the Cowboy Channel is going to be the official network of the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. I have worked in television for 20 years, nearly. You know, I did uh, 10 years with PBR, and I've done the American and uh, pregame show for the NFR. And, uh, I've always felt like we were rushed through the competition, through the year, through mm-hmm. the NFR, and to a lot of non-fan type people that are watching our sport. They have no idea how to separate this guy from a cowboy hat to that guy in a cowboy hat. And through the years in the PBR, I was able to tell some stories about the bulls and the personalities. And I worked with a lot of very talented people from L.A. and New York that were great storytellers that worked on the Olympics and major sporting events. And and I, I grew up listening to the people, people like Clint McSpadden and Hadley Barrett, Bob Tallman, some of the greatest storytellers ever. And so I was able to take both of those worlds and bring it to television. And it's the most gratifying thing I've ever done, more so than roping steers at big events or announcing big events, because we have great people. We have fantastic people in our lifestyle, 
And to make it to the pro level at anything, uh, it, it, there's an extraordinary story in every single person. There's sacrifice and there's commitment and there's disappointment and there's comeback stories and it's just inspiring. Mm-hmm. And, and that's my mission, Phil. You talk about my ministry. Right now, my ministry is on the Cowboy Channel telling stories about rodeo and ranch people like you're doing right here, Justin, and, and, and trying to encourage somebody that's going through something similar, something that's relatable. I'm trying to throw relatable, tangible uh, items out there about the personalities and places where they come from where somebody can connect and go, you know what, I can, I can relate to that. And mm-hmm. That's kind of a long-winded answer to your question about what I'm doing, but that's what I do is tell great stories about amazing people and knowing that it can have an impact on on our culture. And I think this is something that people have seen in you over the years, and I've known you for, for you know, several years when you were uh, with PBR and so forth and traveling up through Billings and everything. And so that leads me to this question is, as we head into the NFR now, what's some unique stories that are out there? And I know we can't necessarily hit every one, but if you had to pick one or two, as people are watching the NFR, what's a contestant or a story out there that's really grabbed you? Well, uh, the biggest story of the year really has been Shad Mayfield, who you know came to the NFR last year as a teenager and a high school champion, and he didn't have a great NFR, but this year he's been flawless. He won the American. He's got a hundred thousand dollar lead, and um, the guy is just unbelievable. I mean, we're going to find out what he's really made of in a in a different situation, different scenario right now as he's getting ready to come in and in the number one spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to watch him. Um, Stetson Wright. Coming in saddle bronc riding and bull riding, see if he can win another all-around championship. Uh, I said on on the Cowboy Channel the other day, I think he has potential to do uh, put together some crazy large numbers in terms of money won. And I think I, I think I've seen him in several pressure situations. And my comment this last week was, I think the bigger the pressure, the better he is, mm-hmm. especially if he's healthy. And so I'm looking forward to seeing how, how he can come around and, and make, you know, make, make it two all-around titles in a row, perhaps. Well, Justin, I want to thank you for taking the time. I know you're busy. I know you're on the road. In fact, we're doing this interview over the, as you're traveling and, and moving out, and I know you're getting prepared for the NFR, so I want to appreciate you taking the time to visit with us here at the Working Ranch Podcast. And I wish you luck here for the upcoming uh, NFR and as you continue on with the Cowboy Channel. Thank you, Justin. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I want to add one thing because I've been to some extraordinary places this year. Uh, Before I go, I want to say that uh, I went to the Working Ranch Cowboys Association World Championship Ranch Rodeo last week, and I'm a little embarrassed to say that was the first time I've been there, but it was. And I've always, always wanted to go. That's uh, that's my roots. That's where my heart is. I just want to give a shout out to a lot of the ranchers that are listening because I was never... I was. I don't think I've ever been moved, maybe even spiritually, anywhere than what I experienced uh, last weekend in Amarillo, Texas. There was such an attitude of, of everybody supporting the greater good and helping fellow man. That's the, the finest example, one of the finest examples I've ever seen in our cowboy community because there's a crisis fund set up, and everybody there made it a main priority to give and do as much as they can to support a system that helps out people that have been ravaged by wildfires or dad's had a wreck and, you know, we need to pay for some kids' college tuition because dad doesn't have the income. And 
it was just overwhelming. And I just want to give a shout out to that organization. It was just one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Justin McKee, my guest today. And again, thank you for joining us. Stay with us. Meteorologist Don Day is up next as he lays out what historical patterns are indicating for our long-range weather across the country. Scours. Scours? Scours. Uh-huh. Last winter, the word from ranchers is that they dealt with high death loss of calves from cryptosporidium and coccidiosis. Not to mention that none of us like to treat those calves. But here's the good word. There have been significant reductions in that death loss due to scours from using Pharmatan. Pharmatan sweet chestnut tannin is nature's answer to scours. And it's very easy to feed. It can be added to loose mineral, mixed into tubs, into mineral blocks, fed in calf creep. But here's the deal. Crute, now pay attention. Your cows need to have Pharmatan in their system 90 days pre-calving, all right? Just head to PharmatanUSA.com or call anytime at 515-745-1639. That's 515-745-1639. Get rid of scours and improve gut health with Pharmatan. F-A-R-M-A-T-A-N-U-S-A.com. Scours? Nope, not this year. Welcome back to the Working Ranch Podcast. Standing by with me now is meteorologist Don Day. And Don, thanks again for joining us as we know we're in a La Nina weather pattern. So when you look at what we're starting to see or what could be taking shape, first of all, potentially looking at maybe snow pattern in the northern part of the U.S. a little higher this year? Yeah, if we were to historically go back and look at La Ninas of similar magnitude that we have this year, There is a tendency for the snowfall to be above average in the Pacific Northwest, especially the Cascades, and then across the northern higher terrain of the northern Rockies and across the northern plains into portions of southwest, southern Canada, and along the U.S.-Canadian border. Uh, You'll sometimes in a La Nina season also have above normal snowfall in the Great Lakes and some of the far northern areas of New England. You tend to see a bias of a, of the bigger snows more north. And one reason for that is a La Nina pattern drives in a very mild Pacific jet stream wind that makes the central and southern parts of the United States have a relatively mild winter. So you tend to see the better snow in the more northern latitudes. So now as we start to look at the next couple of weeks and into December, you're seeing some indications when we start looking at uh, Arctic oscillation and a plus phase of that versus a minus phase and and what that is indicating. When you look back on history and what that could be predicting here for the middle of December. Sure. There's a, a few things during the winter season from late November through early March that really drives the winter patterns in the Northern Hemisphere and and, and more importantly, where we're talking North America. There's a couple of things that we call oscillations. And without getting into too much detail, we see interactions between the oceans, the Pacific and the Atlantic and the Arctic, and where the pressure and temperature patterns will tend to go through these phases. One important thing that we watch in the course of a winter season is the Arctic Oscillation. Simply put, what this does is it shows us what might happen between the cold air masses of the northern latitudes and the warmer air masses of the lower latitudes where most of the United States is in. Where those patterns will shift, whether or not you're going to send cold air from those Arctic regions further south, which would be a negative Arctic oscillation, as opposed to it staying warmer, 
higher in those latitudes, and that would give you a positive Arctic Oscillation. When we have a La Nina and we're in a positive Arctic Oscillation like we are now, most of the lower 48 states and parts of Canada will have above-average temperatures. But when we have a La Nina that goes into a negative Arctic Oscillation, you tend to see that La Nina drive that colder Arctic air further south into the lower 48 states and parts of central uh, Canada and parts of western Canada as well. So you can have a La Nina that's very mild. And that's what we've had for mm-hmm. well going through all of November so far and a good chunk of late October. But as we get towards that second, third, and fourth week of December, some of our analysis is showing we're going to go into a negative Arctic Oscillation, which is going to make colder weather return to the western United States and western North America. So December could be off to a very mild start in central and western areas of the United States, then trend colder. We're going to see a lot of activity over the next week and a half on the eastern side of the United States and eastern Canada. Colder, some of the first real big snows of the season, but that could flip towards the western states towards the middle of December. So based upon what you're seeing here, and I'm going to ask this question on behalf of the captain, Tim O'Byrne, who is in southern Nevada. He says they're on over 200 days of no moisture. Is there any hope for the captain? Well, there might be some hope, but we're going to have to to exercise some patience. Going back to the whole La Nina pattern, it is very typical for the desert southwest, central and southern California, the Four Corners region, to have drier than normal conditions. And that's exactly what's happening. So in a La Nina pattern like we're having now, Nevada, the southwestern United States, is going to be drier than normal through the winter season. So with that said, is there precipitation coming? Yes, probably late December, mid-December into early January. We normally start to see that storm track go a little bit further south. But at the same time, it's not going to be enough to make up the deficit. It is going to be a drier than normal winter in that part of the United States. All right. Thanks, Don, for joining us here again on our episode today. By the way, if you'd like more information about Don Day Weather, you can go to their website at dayweather.com. You can also sign up for their daily podcast. We're going to be back after this. Sound familiar, right? It should. Part of the commercials that you've been hearing for the past year from the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator. We've talked a lot about it, but have you tried it? So let's just talk plainly, candidly. No music, no ha-ha, funny sound bites. Just rancher to rancher. The Feeder Profit Calculator is free. There's no hidden costs. Now, they can't promise that because you use the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator this upcoming marketing season that your calves are going to blow the doors off the sale barn. They can't promise that, but, but here's what they can say. That if you get an extra dollar for those calves, does it make a difference? Well, 100 calves at 500 pounds and a dollar more this fall gives you an extra $500 to the paycheck. And it didn't cost you anything but a few hours worth of work. So you know what happens when you do nothing? Nothing. The IGS Feeder Profit Calculator. It's free. It's fast. Period. 
As we bring our show to a close today, I do want to thank our sponsors of the Working Ranch Podcast, the American Simmental Association, the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Cattlemax, Farmatan, Neogen, and Stevenson Angus with their production sale coming up this Tuesday, December 1st, 1 p.m. at the ranch at Hobson. If you do not have a catalog, go to their website at stevensonangus.com. You can find one there or videos. The sale will be on Superior Productions. Click to bid format through the internet. Better bulls at a better value. Your Angus source is Stevenson Angus. Also, a thank you to my guest today, Mr. Justin McKee, host of the Wranglers Network top program, Pro Rodeo Tonight. You can catch him on Saturday nights at 6 p.m. Central Time or during the NFR on the pre-show program. Also, a thank you to the Captain Tim O'Byrne for his two cents and meteorologist Don Day. Finally, be sure to click subscribe to the podcast so that you will be notified every time that we post a new episode. Please share it with your friends on social media as well. If you do have questions, ideas for topics on the show, would like to get a hold of me, you can do it by calling or texting the studio at 307 307- 363-COWS. That's 307-363-COWS. Or you can shoot me an email at justin.workingranch at gmail.com. This has been a production of the Working Ranch Magazine. If you own or lease cows, manage a ranch with cows like cows, or you're in the ranching business, this is the one magazine you need. You can find out more about Working Ranch Magazine. Go to workingranch.com. And at the top of the page, you can click subscribe to get started. Be sure to watching for our next podcast coming in two weeks. Now, I know that when it comes to talking about your ranch books or office work, it'd probably be like trying to feed a four-year-old Brussels sprouts, not a real popular subject. But if you're in the cattle business this year, more than likely you've participated in the CFAP 1 or 2 or both and possibly even received some financial assistance due to drought. Well, don't get caught with your pants down at the end of the year as it approaches. On our next episode, we're going to get an accountant's advice on what you can do to manage your potential tax liability. Try it. You might like it. I can't guarantee it with Brussels sprouts, but I can guarantee it on this next show. It'll be well worth your time. Thanks again for joining us. I'm your host, Justin Mills. And until next time, keep your chin down and your mind in the middle. So long.